Hello and welcome into episode of 13 of Sports Are Funny podcast with George Arjour. Uh Today we're going to be a special Christmas edition. Merry Christmas everyone. It's Christmas Eve while we're recording this. Uh, really looking forward to the holiday season. Uh, give a little rundown before we get to start of the podcast. Today we're going to go through our uh, annual Naughty NFL list revealed. We're going to talk about, you know, who's on the naughty, who's on the... We're not going to really go through the nice list, to be completely honest. Just the naughty list of the NFL. Um, and that's including Adam Gase's story. So we'll kind of segue to that. Talk a little bit about the NFL quarterbacks. Kirk, Wentz, Brady, um, Seahawks team, the Cowboys. Uh, firing, should be firing Jason Garrett. And a little bit about the Jordan documentary that's going to be releasing. Uh, ESPN released its trailer for that today. Really exciting. But first, we have a uh, word from our sponsor. So check that out. Make sure uh, whatever sponsor we're getting today, I think we might have a new sponsor. I don't know if it's premiering on this one or the next next one. But if it is, uh, go subscribe to it, and we'll be um, just breaking down about 20 minutes podcast today. Merry Christmas edition. My present from me to the listeners. But first, a word from our sponsor. All right, Merry Christmas, everyone. How are we doing today? Uh, this is Sports Are Funny, episode 13, special Christmas Eve edition. We're bringing you the heat. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. I know Christmas is just such an interesting time of year for so many people. If you're fortunate enough to be spending it with your loved ones like I am, uh, it's a great time of year. I know a lot of people, during the holidays, it can be either really, really cheerful or really, really depressing. I feel like Christmas highlights a lot of, and the whole holiday season, Christmas, New Year's, etc. Kind of highlights kind of what you're going through at the time of the holidays. If you've had a really good year, or you have something really to look forward to, or really good things are happening in your life, it tends to even show more on Christmas. Your blessings feel like they are even bigger and your blessings feel great if you're going through bad times on the other hand christmas can be really tough um kind of probably feel isolated and things like that um (laughs) you know sometimes i had an interesting christmas last year uh to say the least i i won't give out the whole entire story but let's say it just involves going to um the middle east and kind of you know went there with some excitement um i don't basically tell it tell the story went to see a girl a lot of excitement. Um, was pretty excited to go, you know, spend Christmas with this uh, person. Didn't work out at all. Kind of spent most of that Christmas, um, <laughs> you know, kind of not, I mean, you know, doing my own thing. Uh, thankfully, I have some family that lives in Dubai, hung out with them. But, you know, was, you expect something. It was completely different. So you kind of learn a lot about yourself. You learn, I actually kind of learned that I like being alone sometimes it's fun <laughs> i'm uh a lot of times man people don't understand this i restaurants things like that i like to go to the bar sit by myself order my 
the food, enjoy it, play on my phone, and not really talk to people. Um, or not talk to you know people I know. I I kind of like to talk to people around me. It's it's a weird thing. I'm a weird dude. Um, same with New Year's. Last year New Year's was actually really fun. I had to come back from Dubai. Went with my family to Arizona. Uh, kind of partied hard, you know, down in Tucson. No, I'm kidding, not in Tucson, in Scottsdale, out in the desert, fun times. So whatever you're doing this holiday season, just enjoy it. Enjoy the time. Um, if, you're, if, you're, if your loved ones, cherish it. If you're not having a good year for some reason, realize this is not going to be forever. Um, and try to enjoy it as much as you can. Reflect on yourself and hopefully have a better year next year. Try again. The decade's over anyway, so hopefully your 2020s are great. Um, speaking of that, we're going to go through our NFL naughty list before we just talk a little bit of football today. It's, it's going to be a pretty short podcast preview, a little bit of the NBA games tomorrow, but we got, so we, we are releasing on songsports.com as all of these episodes are brought to you by songsports.com. Check it out at songsports.com. Uh, we really, we released our annual NFL naughty list and we're going to keep this pretty simple here. Miles Garrett, um, is our first person on the NFL naughty list. I mean, anytime you take another team's quarterback's helmet off, use it as a weapon and swing it at him and hit him in the head, automatic naughty list. There's not there's not much you can do here more to achieve the naughty list designation. Miles Garrett um, has tried to, you know, amend for his sins. I saw, you know, while I was pulling up the video to put on in the article, once again, sports.com. Um, he did go visit his 100-year-old great-grandma this week and spend some time with her. Still, you do good things, but you did one really bad thing. You're on our NFL naughty list. Patriots scouting department, basically the Patriots organization, third time being investigated for Spygate. Um, well, not for Spygate. There's Spygate 1, Deflategate, and now Spygate 2. So third time you know, being really investigated for breaking some NFL rules on the integrity of the game, so that's never fun. Um, not, not not a good time if you are a you know NFL employee and you have to investigate this. But this team, like, I don't get it. Like, you'd think eventually they'd just be like, "Fuck it, we're gonna stop cheating or we're gonna be more careful." But I actually thought about this a little more in depth. It's a perfect way to cheat, right? Oh, we're just doing a documentary. Oh, oh oops, ooh, hey, ooh, ooh, look, there's a sideline. So they got the sideline footage. Patriots, you are on the naughty list. But you know what su- sucks? I actually kind of think they're going to win the Super Bowl still. Um, and when that happens, really, their naughty list gets rewarded. So I guess being naughty is not always bad. Antonio Brown, obviously, on the NFL naughty list. <laughs> I don't even have to explain this one. Um, there are multitudes of reasons. We've talked enough about Antonio Brown on this podcast and our other podcasts. You know why he's on the NFL naughty list. Antonio Brown on the list. Jason Garrett, believe it or not, is on the NFL naughty list. Why? Because he's in, this guy was basically, I, I don't even want to say an idiot. The guy has one of the best rosters in football, and he cannot figure out how to win with this roster. I have to put him on the NFL naughty list. And what do you get, happens when you're too naughty? You get fired. Jason Garrett's going to get fired. We'll talk about more of that when we go through our you know quarterbacks and things like that and our um, – Next segment here. So, Jason Garrett, NFL naughty list. And last, well, no, two more, sorry. Josh Gordon. He gets suspended every single year. He does drugs every single year. 
He goes to a quarterback that an organization every single year that should be able to turn his life around, that should be able to you know get him sober, and he should be able to contribute. And what does Josh Gordon do? Once again, Josh Gordon gets on drugs. The guy just can't stop smoking weed. Unfortunately, the guy just weed, 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 weed every year, like. I, I, I want him to like test positive for like ecstasy or test positive for something crazy. The guy just constant weed suspended again. And last but not least, this one's a little underrated on our naughty list, the Baltimore Ravens. A lot of people go search the internet or you can go to songsports.com and see that a lot of people are accusing of the Baltimore Ravens of also cheating like the Patriots. They have uh, footage of a 360 camera that kind of gets the sideline. So a lot of people are saying, oh, does that mean they're actually filming the sideline, kind of doing the Patriots thing? Like, it's just a documentary. Oh, by the way, we got a picture of your sideline. Oops. Is that what they could be doing? Possibly. Uh, there was also a picture circulating the internet where a couple of Ravens coaches were wearing Bluetooth headsets on the sideline. Also a violation of NFL rules. Not saying they're for sure cheaters, but th that's why I put them last. They're last on the NFL naughty list. So there you have it. Once again, NFL naughty list. And we, we after we made, wrote this article, we did have a late edition, which we'll talk about now. Um, but Miles Garrett, Patriots scouting team, Antonio Brown, Jason Garrett, Josh Gordon, in the Baltimore Ravens are now on our NFL naughty list. And Adam Gase is a late addition to the NFL naughty list. Adam Gase today, um, it was leaked that he doesn't give a, sh uh, he doesn't care about diehard fans and why quote unquote, Adam Gase sources say Adam Gase does not admit, admits he doesn't care much about diehard fans and shuts out criticism by saying, I'm rich as fuck, which he is. When you make a lot of money as an NFL head coach, you got a lot of money. But he has to get onto the NFL naughty list because you can't just say that and say, oh, I'm neglecting all my fans and I don't really give a shit because I'm rich. It's not a good look, man. It's not a good look for Adam Gase. So he is the last addition on the NFL naughty list. He's a late, 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 late addition to the NFL naughty list. Um. Last night, Kirk Cousins, we're going to a little transition here. Kirk Cousins uh, became 0-9, I believe, on um, Monday Night Football games. It could be 0-10, but I believe it's 0-9 now on Monday Night Football games. I mean, just think about how bad that is and how bad you have to be to lose on Monday Night Football nine straight times. The guy's, a the guy's not a bad quarterback, but I mean, you saw him last night sighing like, like he's so nervous before a play i just think it's in his head now i mean at some point you got to understand that this guy is probably not going to be able to get it done in big games they're going to make the playoffs if he loses the first playoff game too i just feel bad for kirk cousins um and i kind of wanted to take this to talk about carson wentz who everyone wanted to write off he has top 10 i think now in yards touchdowns and qb rating i'm gonna pull that up to be completely exact but carson wentz if you don't get carson wentz uh th that's not my problem to be honest I, I think i'm just done you know going around and telling people why carson wentz is good i'm done like i don't have to explain this to you right against the cowboys with dallas godert as his last 
I mean, functioning wide receiver basically he has no wide receivers. Ertzy broke his lip, ribs. Is going to be out next game. Threw for threw for what three hundred and nineteen yards in the touchdown. No interceptions. Seventy seven point five percentage completion to those guys. If you don't get Carson Wentz, I'm sorry, you don't get it. Uh, the playoffs are going to show. I actually think that the the Philadelphia Eagles might be able to make a run on in these playoffs. They're a team I don't want to face. Um, if they were healthy, I believe this team would probably have already clinched the division. But either way, I guess the goal at the beginning of a season for any team is to go win your division and um, after winning your division, have host a home playoff game. So at least, at least they get to do that. And if they win one game, you never know what happens in the playoffs. It kind of seems like every single – I'm sorry about that, but I thought it was on mute. Every single year we have um, the team like Philadelphia makes a run in the playoffs. So let's see what happens. Um, Tom Brady said, you know, I guess we're not very good after beating Buffalo, being sarcastic. Um, look, Brady seemed like he figured something out. He played his best game of the football season, I believe, against the Buffalo Bills. The running game looks good. Watch out for the New England Patriots. I always say that about the Patriots, but I have to always remind people the New England Patriots are going to be there when it comes to it. I mean, I know it's hard to believe. Like, do you trust the New England Patriots against everyone, right? I mean, let's be, let's be honest here. I know we all love the Baltimore Ravens, and we think the Ravens are the coolest team ever, and the Ravens are going to be unbelievable, and they're going to run through the playoffs, but will they? You're telling me that you don't trust Bill Belichick and Tom Brady in one game over everyone. And, and the worst part of this all is if the Patriots lose this game, it's going to be the same thing I hear all the time. It's like that guy who, you know, lost 10 straight blackjack hands and finally wins 11th, but he's still down 110 bucks on if he's only playing $10 a hand, for example. Like, oh, cool, you got it right. The Patriots didn't win the Super Bowl. Oh, okay, they won six. Oh, but they suck. Look, Brady, you can't do like yeah. Okay, cool. I, I kind of I guess this Christmas I'm just done arguing with bad arguments. You have a good argument for me, I'm gonna listen. Here are the arguments. I am done. The Patriots suck. They don't. Carson Wentz sucks. He doesn't. Jameis Winston is complete garbage. He's not. He's just a horrible decision maker. That's why they're bringing him back. Kirk Cousins is gonna could win a Super Bowl. He can't. And oh, Jimmy Garopp, the 49ers. Uh, carry Jimmy Garoppolo they don't so those are the five I'm just done you telling me those I'm not listening because they make no sense um, Cowboys they're gonna have to fire Jason Garrett finally so I guess it might be a blessing in the disguise to to lose this year uh, I think Lincoln Riley becomes the next head coach, depending on especially what happens here on Saturday in the college football playoff, which I'll do a podcast before that to talk a little more about the college football playoffs. But if they get run by LSU, this would be the third time that Oklahoma has been to the college football playoffs and it'd be, what, 0-3? Or are they already 0-3? This would be make them 0-4. At some point, the Big 12 might not be able to, at this day and age or today win a championship and that's okay Lincoln Riley achieved so much there I think he could be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys and that would be a fantastic fit but they got to go out of house man you can't bring up Kellen Moore you can't bring up someone you know who's just been in the system go get someone new go get some fresh blood and hire from out um Seahawks disappointing loss Marshawn Lynch is back on the team beast mode we're happy here in Seattle to see that 
But again, in reality, this team is so banged up. I don't know what we can do. It's going to be really hard to win, beat San Francisco. But it's going to be if we lose to them, we will not be hosting a home game. And then we're going to have to go probably to Philadelphia in the cold where, frankly, I will pick Philadelphia to win that game, even though I'll be rooting like hell for the Seahawks. And, the, you know, the little secret here in Seattle is Russell Wilson has not been playing that good lately. So I don't know if that's offensive line issues. I don't know if that's Tyler Lockett um, ever since his injury issues. But, I mean, this has been a dip, completely Jekyll and Hyde season for Russell Wilson. And finally, last thing I just want to mention, Michael Jordan documentary ESPN's going to be killing it with that. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Go to songsports.com again. I know I keep plugging our own website, but you can see all the stuff I'm talking about there. Um, Netflix just released, or uh, ESPN just re- released a little doc uh, trailer for the documentary for Michael Jordan 10-part series. I heard it might be helped produced by Netflix. Not sure. 30 for 30 type. Go check it out. Michael Jordan last season, the last dance in 1998 Chicago Bulls. It goes through the whole season with him. The best part of the trailer is you see him going in the locker room pissed off. He kicks something, and it's a bunch of uh, empty case of Miller Lite. I mean, Jordan's always been epic, and this is just going to be really fun to watch. So that was a great Christmas present, releasing that trailer for me. I thought it was great. Can't wait to see that. Um that's basically it. I just wanted to, you know, say hello to everyone here on Christmas. I know a lot of people, like I told you, some people might be having a rough Christmas. Some might people be having a really good Christmas. But I like to be here for you guys. Um, listen up, you know. And if you are having a bad Christmas, maybe you listen to me and laugh a little bit and just enjoy yourself. You never know. Um, so check that. Check me out uh, everywhere: Twitter, Instagram uh, at gsharshur. And thank you so much for listening. This has been episode thirteen of the Sports Are Funny. Oh, thank you.